Hey babes, Jess Wilkin here, and we're going to get our shit together one step at a time. I'm the founder of Benefitness Babes, and these conversations are a juicy blend of all things to help us women get through life. There will be frequent swearing and belly laughs along the way. And if there's an episode that hits you right in the gut, I'd love for you to let me know or share with your besties. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the show. Hey babes, what's up? I am so excited to come to you again. I know it has been a minute. You know, sometimes we just have to pause and reevaluate our life. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Um, a little bit about comparison, but really just when those things come at you and you were like, oh my gosh, do I need to change? Do I need to do this? Do I, you like, we, we compare ourselves in different ways. I'm not talking about, you know, your neighbor gets a brand new car and you're like, I need a new car. My car sucks. It's not about that kind of comparison or the kind of comparison where you are looking at gorgeous models on Instagram that have abs and yet they're eating a donut. And you're like, how, how in the hell do you do that? Like I eat a donut and I literally can hear it going to my thighs. So it's not that comparison in that way. It's a little bit different. We're going to talk about things just a little bit differently. So today I want you to think a little bit and you can pause this if you need to, but I want you to think about if you've ever had someone or something come into your life or you find something out like I'm going to use the example of your friend changes their jobs unexpectedly, or maybe your best friend couple or the couple you always go out with, you find out that they're getting a divorce. And then you're like reevaluating all of your own life choices. And you're like, what, well, do I need to get a divorce? Do I need to change jobs? Like, what does this mean for me? Because we, we do that with, at least I do that with almost everything is I'm constantly trying to makes myself relatable or relate myself to situations. Otherwise I can't understand. I can't get on that level of understanding. And so I have to put myself in the person's shoes and like understand the situation. I say that's a gift because I can be really objective in certain ways, but it's also a disadvantage because sometimes I have a hard time making decisions because I'm like, well, I see this person's situation. I can see this person's situation. So anyway, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about it's just talking about how our brain works and how, how we sit and reevaluate these things and that it's totally normal. So I want to tell you a little story. Um, so last year, this happened to me. I actually, it happened to a lot of us and you probably know who I'm talking about when I bring this up, but my brain works in the way that I, again, try to relate to myself to things or try to put myself in certain situations. So last year, my favorite power couple that I literally was in love with, I would watch their morning show all the time. I bought their books. I listened to their podcast. I found out, and I think we all found out very unexpectedly that they were getting divorced. So it was announced and we all were like, what the, what just happened? Because Unfortunately, what they didn't do well was talk about their struggles. Again, they talk about struggles in like a past tense, but never made it seem like a current situation. And I think that was a huge mistake on their part, but that's not what we're talking about today. My point is when that came up again, I, what I saw my perspective of that is this power couple who I could see myself, like I can see Jesse and I in their shoes and like learn like the way they interacted together and their, just their demeanor and their body language and all these things. I'm like, oh my gosh, does this mean I need to reevaluate things in my life? Because does that, again, I know it's not my situation, but I'm like, wait, I thought they were happy. I'm like, shit, am I, am I happy? Like if they're not happy, does that mean I'm not happy? Like what, what happens? And I'm sure you guys can relate to this and drop a comment or 
comment back or send me something on Instagram and let me know what you're thinking about this, because I, I don't think I'm alone in this in that we always are trying to be like, is this me? Is this my life too? Do I need to be thinking about this differently? So another example that came up was I was looking on Instagram today. Again, I was taking a brain break from work, which I love to do um, and just kind of scroll mindlessly and just kind of stop my brain from working. So, I, you know, I work full time. And so my brain is a lot of times on overdrive and thinking and making decisions and all those fun things. So again, I was taking a little brain break and I saw someone come up on my story that I hadn't seen in a long time. So, and she, this was a person who really inspired me. She inspired me to start a podcast actually. And I couldn't help but think that like what she was up to. I'm like, I haven't seen her in forever. Cause you know how Instagram works and you have like a couple hundred, couple, maybe 10, maybe you have a couple thousand followers or you follow a lot of people. You don't always get to see everything that you want to see or the people that you want to see. So I was checking and I was like, oh my gosh, what has she been up to? And the moment I did that, like, I think her second story was literally a bomb dropped on me and had me stop in my tracks and literally reevaluate my life. <laughs> like, ugh, so frustrating. I mean, is anybody else weird and like overanalyzing things? Because I just really want to know that I'm not alone. And if you're feeling that way and you do that, just know that you're not alone because that's me. I'm an overanalyzer, overthinker, but try to underwhelm. So over everything, underwhelmed, because I don't like to be overwhelmed. So what I learned was she had left the company that she and I both worked for. And dude, she was successful. I mean, when I say successful, she, to me, success, a goal for me is six figures. Who's a six figure earner? I'm like, holy shit. She just up and left. Like, wait. So again, that again, how, you know, with the internet, we go down rabbit holes and we try to figure out why our ex-boyfriend is with this other lady and why he has three kids by different people. And like, what is going on? Um, you know what I'm talking about. You know, our stalker skills are mad. So I went into stalker mode and I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? So, I mean, I was, I was totally moved. Like I was moved to chills, not tears because I'm not a crier, but I mean, she was such a good speaker and she was so influential and she was literally rising to the top. I mean, so good. So good. I mean, I saw her really being a top person in our organization. So when she said this, I was just like, what? what is going on? So I, I paused and I reflected and I sat in the situation and I want you to think about this too, because it's not bad for you to think and analyze and think about the what ifs. So you can do that in multiple ways. And so I'm going to share a few tips with you today about really just sitting there and sitting with it and just knowing like, do I need to make a move? Is, maybe I do need to stop. Maybe I've been on a hamster wheel and I need to make some changes or Maybe, you know, maybe you need to start that new diet, not new diet. I'm saying start the one that you know that's actually going to work, which is the hard one. It's the one where you actually track your food. You actually have to do the things you actually have to eat right. Do you know what I mean? So let's talk about this for a second. So the first thing I want you to think about, you can write these down or you cannot. If you're driving, please don't write these down. It doesn't work very well. Maybe you can talk to Siri and do a voice memo whenever you get done. I'll try to capture this in the show notes too, so that you can see that. But um, the first thing I want you to do is sit with that change. This was the best thing that I've done for myself because I'm a person, I was always a yes person. I was always an over-accommodator and I would sacrifice my needs and my wants to please everybody else. Because I, in my eyes, I'm like, if everyone else is happy, I'm happy. Okay. That is not the case. And if you are living like that, just know you're okay. It can get better. Things can change. You just have to pause and breathe and work on a couple of things. 
this was me. This was me saying sorry for everything. This was me like a couple years ago being like, oh yeah, it's my birthday, but we can totally go to an archery shoot. It's fine. The whole day is fine. Hell to the no. I'm sorry, but you are special and you deserve one day out of the 365 days that you get to be treated like a freaking queen. I'm just saying, just saying, just saying. And I'm saying that because that was an eye opener for me. It was an aha moment for me because I never used to sit with the change. I never used to sit with the idea of sure. Yeah, we can go to this archery tournament, but how am I going to feel that day of the archery tournament? How am I going to feel when it's my birthday and we're doing everything for everyone else? It's the one day a year. How am I going to feel? So I'm just saying that because that was my experience. You probably have something totally different, a different experience. This is just what helped me. Again, sometimes we grow through the hard things. We go through the hard things so that we can grow. And that was hard as I, we were probably on the road for half an hour. And I, again, I'm not a crier, but I was crying that day. I was like, why, why did I do this to myself? This isn't what I wanted to do because I didn't give myself the time to sit and think about it and think about how, how will I feel driving an hour and a half to an archery tournament in the car on my birthday. And again, when people say their birthday is just another day, you need to rethink that you are freaking magical and don't let anybody else tell you that your birthday is just another day. You need to take the day off work. You need to go do something for yourself. Whether that's just go on a walk, walking is free, running is free. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you want to go shopping. Maybe you want to get your nails done, get a massage. If you can't afford it, there are free things to do that are fun. You can go sit by a lake, enjoy the time, enjoy taking all the, the atmosphere, the nature, get in touch with something, do, you, do yoga outside. I don't know what it is for you. You have to figure that out, but you have to figure that out. I'm saying that you need to take action and figure out what fills you. So again, back to this sitting with change. I want you to think about that. If again, using the examples of switching careers or, you know, again, your best friends get divorced. Like, what do you think? What will, if you're overanalyzing it, like I did, I'm sitting like, what will that feel like? Oh my God. Again, am I happy? I mean, I feel happy. I'm pretty happy. But then what do you do when you're sitting in that sit with it and be like, what will it feel like if we are no longer together? Or what will it feel like if I don't get to see my coworkers anymore every day or see them on zoom or whatever your situation is for work what will it feel like if I move to a different role what will it look like like what would your relationship look like if the two of you weren't together anymore how will your kids feel how will your family feel how will you feel will that make you happier what are you scared because you have to separate everything and split everything up like what will that feel like um just thinking about all those things and it's really tie yourself more to the emotions and not the physical things. Because when you tie yourself to the physical things of how are we going to split up three big screen TVs or how are we going to um, split the house? You can't split a house in half. Like, how do you do these things? I'm not talking about the physical. I want you to sit with the emotional side of it because sometimes we can get a little too attached to the physical things and it actually makes decisions harder. So thinking about the emotions of it, how are you going to feel laying in bed by yourself for the next however long it is till you maybe find someone else or you move like whatever it looks like for you. Like, how will you feel? I know I would be cold. My husband keeps me warm at night. I freeze at night. <laughs> so I, I would be, I would have to think about that. I'm like, okay, that means I got to get a heating blanket. All right. What else do I do? Uh, you know, so like, I'm serious. I want you to really sit and think about it. And if you're struggling, I'm going to give you a super generic step two, which is, it's super old school. So please don't actually do laugh. Please laugh old school, but I want you to make a pros and cons list. Like if you were seriously considering 
getting divorced or moving careers or whatever, whatever your thing is, I want you to get your trapper keeper and I want you to write a line right down the middle. And I want you to write pros and I want you to write cons and I want you to just write that list. <laughs> Again, I know we have technology these days. You can do this on your iPad, you can do it on your phone, you can do your notes, you can write it down, whatever, whatever works for you. I'm saying just do that because that really will help you if you're a visual person like me, it gives you that perspective of, okay, I've got 17 pros here, two cons, or maybe you have 22 cons and two pros. Like I, it might be different. Again, it's your story. It's your situation. So think about that, that, and that's really like a next level, like if it's not your thoughts. And I want to talk a little bit about your thoughts a little bit more. So know that you are not your thoughts. And it's okay to have thoughts. That doesn't mean you have to, they come to fruition. That's not mean you have to act on them. And I want to share a little story because I, I started listening to this book called The Untethered Soul. Maybe the, maybe the isn't in it. I don't remember. Untethered Soul, whatever, Google it. I'll try to put it in the notes. Um, and I was, I actually heard this. I was never watched TV, especially in the morning anymore, but I was sitting in a doctor's office while my mom was getting a checkup on, for her breast cancer. And it had come on like Good Morning America or something. They were talking about this book, Untethered Soul. I'm not a reader. I'm a listener. And so I, you know, quickly put it on my Audible, put it, um, downloaded it. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Well, it was interesting because it talks about that knowing that you're not your thoughts and and that it's okay to have those thoughts. And they kind of, again, if you guys have ever done headspace or meditation, the kind of the idea around meditation is that you, you have these thoughts and they're like clouds and you just let them float by. You don't have to reach out and grab them. It doesn't have to rain all over you. It's just a thought. You just let it pass by and then move on. And that's okay. Again, we don't have to act on it. So with this book that I was reading, listening to, again, the idea that we are not our thoughts was really, really intriguing because I don't know if you guys are like me, but I've had some pretty fucked up thoughts before. I mean, probably more than I'd like to admit, you know, like when your husband's snoring and you're like, mm -hmm, I think I want to put a pillow over his head. Like, <laughs> I really think I'm going to put a pillow over his head, you know, just to muffle the snoring a little. And then you kind of leave it on there too long and he, he's not breathing. Um, again, these thoughts, like, and then I'm like, okay, how am I going to get away with murder? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. What are my kids going to think? What, how am I going to tell the boys that I just killed their dad just because he was snoring and I couldn't sleep? Like, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, is our life insurance up to date? Like what, how can I play this off that it was an accident? Cause I don't think they actually pay out whenever it's like suicide or especially if I murder him, they're definitely not going to pay. Like, why would they give me money? Oh my God. So here, so again, you are not your thoughts. That does not mean you have to act on them. It does not mean you are a bad person. So if you're thinking about these things, again, going back to your career change or thinking about your best friends getting divorced and wondering, God, is that me? Do I need to do that? It's okay to think about it. It's okay to try to process that. And what does that feel like? Because it is sad. It is a change. And most of the time, those changes actually impact us more than we think, because it means it's a change for us. So when my friend who I just saw this morning on Instagram changed careers, I'm like, well, then I don't, I don't get that connection with her now because she's in a different position and she's in a different organization. So, well, I, now I won't get to connect with her. So that's really something on me. Same thing with the divorce with the couple last year, the power couple who split up. That means I don't get to listen to their podcast together anymore. I don't get to hear their banter together anymore because they're no longer together. So really the impact is a shift on me. And so it's not necessarily about them or that situation. It's like, how does it impact 
us. And so again, just thinking about that situation and, and thinking about those thoughts, again, I will reiterate, you are not your thoughts and it's okay. And then I want to also say that there's sometimes times when you do sit and evaluate things and you sit with the change and you write down those pros and cons and you have had these reoccurring thoughts over and over and your gut is really telling you, I need to make a move. Then you just got to make the move. Okay. Take, take the time out, think through it, process it. Don't be impulsive, but make the move. Just do it. You're going to feel better if that's where the direction you need to go. So again, trust your instincts, trust your gut. If it feels like the right thing to do, then do it. But if not, then maybe you just need to let that be a thought and let it go. All right. That is all I have for you guys today. I hope this was helpful. Please, if so, share this with one of your girlfriends, your boyfriends, whatever you want to call your friends, share. Um, let me know what else you'd love to hear about. Again, I am here. Well, I'm here all the time because I'm alive, um, but I'm working on getting better so I can get you guys some more content out. Most of the time, it's just what I was rolling around in my head, but I'd love to hear some feedback from you about what you'd like to hear about. Um, I'm happy to share. And like I said, share this with your friends and don't forget to, to subscribe. I swear I've not had more pre-workout than three scoops. I'm totally good, even though I can't formulate a sentence right now. All right. Have an awesome rest of your day. I love you guys so much. If you're driving somewhere, get there safe. Have a great one and we'll talk soon.